I'm I'm excited to hear this. Are you? I am. You're listening to Fear, the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. You done gargling your whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound like you're feeling too good, bro. I feel all right. I don't know what's going on with my voice. Maybe I've just been talking too much lately. <laughs> oh, it's you. I, don't, I don't know if that's a Do problem. Do we need to cut back on podcasts? Oh, no, no. What's, out, what's going outside on? of the podcasting, like at work and things really? like that. My bosses have been out of town. They're at a controller's conference. Oh. So I had to field a bunch of questions today. Oh, yeah. And then I had to give a presentation at the financial meeting last week. So I've just been talking a lot. I, uh, I've i run into that at work uh, uh, recently as well. And there's been a number of people in management that have come to me and say, I, we've got some questions. And yeah. I'm like, well, fuck that. Exactly. So move on. Nothing to see here. What always cracks me up because I'm I do accounting. <laughs> I don't do finance. So they're like, what do you think is going to happen? I'm like, well, that's certainly not my field. <laughs> My job is to report what has happened. Do, do you want to know what I think is going to happen or what I know is going to happen? Because those are two totally different exactly. things. I, you cannot quote me on anything. You, you I fu- refuse. You fuckers don't know how how, how real money works oh, around no, no, here. No, no. <laughs> I can tell you that as of right now, the next year looks bleak. But in the zombie apocalypse, money doesn't matter. No. Even though you have a $10 million boat. Who gives a shit? So it's a ten million dollar boat. Yeah, and a few years. There's only one of you. Yeah, it's it's my boat. Let me. T- it's my boat. And in case you've forgotten rule number one or two, it's my boat. So this episode, Aroboros. Aroboros. Please don't make me say that again. I won't. That's that's all you need <laughs> to say. I really enjoyed this episode. I did too. I I watched it late because I was out, uh, and then I come home late and watch it around midnight. And I was like, and I was like, oh God, I don't want to do this, but I have to. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did this. Well, kudos for you. What a great episode. <laughs> so I did. Um, it's probably my favorite so far of the season. I don't know about the whole Fear the Walking Dead series, but of the season for sure. Well, we can, we can, uh, we can get back to that. That's fine. Uh, we, a number of things happened. So I guess maybe we just like a brief overview and then we'll get in, we'll fire up the episode, and then we'll sure. just discuss scene by scene. We'll skip around, and we'll just have fun like we always do. Like we do right here in. on Fear the End Cast. Uh, are you going to... That's all. Are I'm just going to see if my, my voice the way it was would make that sound better. And it didn't, so I'm done. Okay. Would you like some honey? No. You know, the? Uh, do you ever watch the movies Wishmaster? Oh, uh, I Rob- think I... Yes, yes. Yeah, so the main actor in that, uh, he would... Uh, uh, consume a lot of honey so mm-hmm. that his voice is very deep and mm-hmm. gravelly and we used to do that before choir concerts we would eat honey the night before and mm-hmm. then drink a bottle of whiskey and smoke three or four cigars <laughs> and sleep in a because yes. i sang bass too which is not what i sing so oh, well after that anybody would sing bass <laughs> i sound like barry white so we need that sounds like a ritual we need to start doing before, before we record <laughs> and the people meet us in real life and we're like hey guys no hey <laughs> So we finally get to meet, uh, well, we've met 
Alex, not Charlie. Uh, the, I don't know what's going on with that because all the reviews and everything said Charlie too, and I was like, I could have swore her name was Alex. Well, I think I don't think her name was actually uttered in the Flight 462 uh, uh, series, which is great. If you have not watched that, go back and watch it. I think it's a total. It's less than fifteen minutes for the whole thing, if it's, I'm, and it's done now. Now they have it where you can watch the whole thing straight through. Oh, great! Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it was uh, a nice setup for this episode, but I don't think you have to watch it to appreciate this episode, but it does give you some good context to go along with it. And I think her name is mainly because in IMDb it yeah, referenced her as Charlie. Well, but that her makes, name is me, Alex. makes me worry that the people who are now reviewing this didn't actually watch the fucking episode because they say her name is Alex, right? Uh, like in the little yes. boat at the beginning. Uh, yes, but I think I think you should have known that already. <laughs> that by and large, people don't watch the fucking right. show. It's true. It's like it's like being in high school again. And oh shit, I've got a book report due tomorrow morning. Let me just read the back cover of this. Throw right. some shit together. Kind of BS this book report. I did turn that it w- in. I did that one time, and I got caught. Did, oh, did you? Big time. Yeah, because it was a book that I didn't read, want to read called Clan of the Cave Bear. So I knew the gist of the plot. So I wrote a really shitty oh. uh, like review of it based on other people who had read it. And my teacher knew immediately and gave me like a 30. Dude, have you seen the uh, movie that was based on that book? I have. Daryl so Dar- Hannah. Makes me wish I had gone and read it. I, I'm pretty sure I could last longer than that caveman. <laughs> I mean, it was like. Well, it was like a double pump. <laughs> boom, boom, done. Two, two poke joke, <laughs> as we call them. Uh, so we see Flight 462 characters, and it's not just Alex and Jake. It's some of the other passengers, which you know they, we don't we don't know what their names are. Right. But I like the way it started. One dude, uh, he sees that someone got bit on the leg. Well, they're they're hauling. They're going to haul that one guy in, yeah. and they see he's bitten the leg, and the other dude is like, "No, fuck this." crack with an or he's like something tried to pull you under huh well go join him <laughs> yeah i was like damn son of all bad damn uh and jake he he's in pretty sad shape <laughs> his face is slightly burned he's a little toasty and they're, they're not wanting to row to shore because they don't know i mean what would you do in that situation if you know what had happened on the plane wouldn't you assume having heard like everything is being shut down the world is being shut down why would you want to row to shore but what you can't stay in the water. You're going to die that way. Right. So, because you have no supplies, no water. You got to pick either way. That's a tough choice. And if you watch Flight 462, you'd know that Alex knows more than what she's letting on. Yeah, she does. She is clearly going to be a survivor. And I know toward the end of the episode, if we feel like we'll never see her again. <laughs> I don't think that. I think that's false. That's one of the most badass things I've yeah, ever seen yeah, in my life. I know. And we'll, we'll get to that. But I, I don't think we've seen the last of her. I'm I not so not. sure about Jake. I, I think we'll see him because I, she is very protective of him yeah. uh, because she made him a promise that he would be reunited with his family. And well, she was willing to kill for him. Other people who were perfectly healthy and not in danger of becoming walkers, she would, if they were a threat to her and Jake, done. So I like that. I like I'm, I'm liking her character so far, and what I've seen. And I think that's a she would be a valuable asset because she has that loyalty, but she is also badass. Yeah, because clearly she can kill killing people with crochet needles. Come on now. Yeah. Well, she killed the one guy with the war because he was going to take Jake out yeah. in the middle of the night, and she he came he came at him, and she just no gutted him like a fish. Right. 
Like and so, a fish. And then there were three. Yeah, and I like that the episode started with them instead of the characters we've seen. Because I feel like sometimes when The Walking Dead has introduced new characters that are going to join the group, it's like they, they always come at a, an inopportune time or when people at their week is like when Abraham walks up on uh, Tara and Glenn, he's, he's like, so you got a mouth on you. What else you, What else can you do? <laughs> you know, it's, it'd be nice to see a little bit of their backstory leading to the interaction with the group. Mm-hmm. And so I liked the way that this was done. I did too. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't know how long we're going to stay on the water. I mean, we, we learn more uh, about the destination. Well, I mean, fuel learn, is finite. Fu- fuel is finite. We learn more about the destination. Uh, we know that um, there's some chinks in Strand's armor. He's not as... He's badass, but he's not as badass as he would like to believe he is. And I think one of the things that kind of showed he's starting maybe to crack mm-hmm. a little, and maybe that has a lot to do with the fact that he, well, he's got he's to be getting tired. Uh yeah, because if he's not sleeping, this is a problem. Yeah, I mean, because the body can only go so long without sleep, and then you start to hallucinate and lose functioning. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Well, we see in my mind, it seems like he's starting to crack because he's making a call on his satellite phone or yeah. satellite terminal, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, trying to reach whoever it is he has in. We now know Baja, Baja. not San Diego. And he's not getting through, and it's making him nervous. He's yeah, like, he does all because yeah, he pick up, pick he knows up, he's up, getting he's getting behind, and I think he's off schedule. They're all, they're off schedule. He's off. He doesn't give a shit about any. I don't no. really feel like he gives a shit about anybody other than himself. I think I it think he's means only, to an end. He, yeah, he these people are on the boat because he needed their help to get to his house, right. and they rescued him from that weird medical complex, mm-hmm. and so now he feels like he's repaying his debt, but. He's paid up, mm-hmm. and they're disposable and expendable at any time, and that's up to him in his mind. But he does connect with whoever is on the other end. Briefly. Briefly. He's like, I'm on my way. I'll be there. And then it cuts off. And then we go directly yeah. into my favorite scene of the episode. <laughs> Travis and Maddie in their stateroom. Mm-hmm. Not, not unlike a car. No. Because that's the scene I was reminded of from the first, <laughs> first season. Travis clearly is awake. Madison is clearly awake. <laughs> Madison doesn't want to be awake. Kim Dickens, but no. Madison can't go to sleep until she relaxes. Right. Well, and, and she, she asked him the question. She's like, "Travis, are you here?" Are you? And here? he's like, "Yeah, I am." He's like, "Well, that's not what I meant because you're not <laughs> in here. <laughs> this is where you need to be." Oh man, and it was so obvious. I'm like, "My goodness, this guy! Come on, dude." Yeah, it took just... you. It took you way too long to realize what needed to happen next. Right. Because she looks at his eyes and then his lips and then his eyes and then further down. I, I and was, then he's like, okay. I was about to charter a flight. That's <laughs> what I was about to do. This reminds me of her character from Sons of Anarchy where she's a madam in like a whorehouse. <laughs> you know, I've, I've not watched that show and I really feel like I need to now. Uh, yeah, she's only in the season four. But she's a madam in eight. So skip one, two, three, and go straight to four. Well, I mean, if you just want to see her, yeah, that's fine. Her and Jax just uh, get to know each other real, real well. Well, they get interrupted because obviously there's some clanging going on. Yeah, they hear the some noise. And it's so funny because Madison's like, like, no, at, this at, can at, wait. Do, uh, uh, baby, that's no way to leave the broken hearted. <laughs> you got to finish. 
what you done started. <laughs> I mean, and she looked visibly upset. Oh, yeah. Cracked me up. She's like, she looked I don't give a shit if the boat is breaking. I got needs, Travis. She looked like I feel uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 90% of the time. <laughs> right. No, no offense to the, to the wifey, but, no. you know. I mean, there's. I only, am a red-blooded American. She male. can only do so much. <laughs> That's she right. Can only do so That's much right. for you. <sighs> well, I guess I have to lay on my arm again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Left, I'm gonna lay on both hands this time, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just so I can trade off. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on one while I'm using the other. <laughs> what did you think of Travis just jumping into the water with the scuba gear at night, knowing what? knowing that walkers float? I think. I think they all realize that, you know, the boat has to move. We can't be stuck here. They're absolutely right. And so we, Madison's we like, it's not safe. But you know what? It's never going to be safe. And the longer we sit here as a sitting duck, it's less safe. I'm the same way with traffic in a car. I will take a little bit longer way to get where I'm going yeah. so that I don't have to stand still. Oh, God. That I can't do it. Traffic I, is the most frustrating thing yeah, in the world to me. I will drive several miles out of my way as long as the car is in constant motion. I mean, obviously, the lights and that sort of thing. But sure. parking lot traffic? Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. I, I would pull over on the road and just <laughs> fucking walk. I, I can't do it. I just, I need to, it's, it's all about progress. Well, and living in Houston, traffic <laughs> is the worst. I mean, I know LA has bad traffic, but Houston traffic is not all that great. So it was a weird, it was a weird interaction with that walker, and then it jumped uh, to commercial. Yeah, and when it when it come back, it was completely. It's like like that had never. It happened. had never. It, and see, it, it was uh, that was kind of weird to me. It was also uh, that that walker was dead. Yeah. So yeah, it was. It wasn't clear at first if the walker was alive or dead, but then you realize, oh, that walker. But was but he's moving. not. He's not trying to get him. No, because his he was stuck. his arm would come off. Yeah, the walkers and, would lose his arm and swim away, and his arm was stuck in the intake. Yeah, which because they use seawater to cool the engine. That's true. Well, no, Absolutely. I understand that, but I have, I don't know. I kind of want to call, and, and for our Josh is going to call BS segment. <laughs> um, I, I kind of want to call BS on that because the likelihood of of a hand slash arm getting stuck and basically the zombie guts kind of gumming up the system. You should have been able to flush that out in a, in a boat of that size, you reverse the, you can reverse the system and, and, and pump that stuff out. And why the fuck don't you have a screen over your intake? So something that big that could block your system doesn't get sucked in. Are there are not fish and other creatures in the ocean that would right. have got sucked into that? I mean, if someone ha- is, is a little bit more up on uh, maritime ma- <laughs> Any, matters. Anything nautical. <laughs> and yes. Uh, but please correct us. But that just seemed a little <laughs> It odd. seems like a poor design for a $10 million boat that it can fail if you run over something. But what I do like about all of that is, have you noticed a trend since the series began that Travis is the go-to guy when it comes to fixing stuff. He's a very handyman. Yeah, which but is I think, a skill. It's a skill that he has, which he needs. Because other than that, I don't know how valuable he is. <laughs> well, I think it's more. I think there's more to it than that. I think that's part of his. Um, that's one of his character traits. I think that he feels he that likes to fix things. He wants to fix things, yeah. and I'm not talking just about mechanical things. Mechanical yeah. things. 
but that's part of his makeup because he, he, we, when we first see him he, in the in the first season, he's driving around an old beat up truck. You know that's a truck you're going to have to work on. But I think that's a, a people that drive those kind of trucks. I have a huge as long as it's taken care of. If it's a beater that looks like shit. Mm. Cool. I, I, I know where you are, but right. if it's fixed up and handled and maintained mm-hmm. and it sounds nice when oh, you turn it on. Oh, I have all kinds of respect for yeah. those people. Because there, there's a certain craftsmanship, a certain uh, uh, love of, of mechanical and classical things. And, and yeah. well, Okay, so um, before I lose my train of thought, Sorry. which I've already done. Happens. When... I think in the first season we see him during the power outages, you know, he's fixing the sink and then he is doing almost like mayoral duty type things. Yeah. He's going around helping everybody fixing their shit. Yeah. And, and so that's him that he's trying to fix things. And I think that we're going to continue to see that because that's his character. But it was interesting, his exchange with strand. Oh, this is one of my favorite things in the episode, the way strand would treat him and the way he, it's not cool. No, and, and I, he stood up a little bit. Finally, he stood up for himself <laughs> a little bit because Strand is like, fix the damn boat. And he's like, oh, I am not the help. I'm not your bitch. <laughs> and Clearly. Strand, <laughs> and, and Strand is like, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I've forgotten some of the niceties. You were a very valuable asset to this team. <laughs> fix the damn boat. Yeah, I almost felt like, okay, you, you didn't. You didn't make anything better by what you just said. Yeah. You were just even more of a dick, yeah. and that was kind of awesome. It was kind of <laughs> awesome. Well, because Strand, like we know, he has an agenda. He has somewhere he wants to be and needs to be. And he needs to be there. At a certain time, and Travis is like, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't fix boats. It could take all day. It could take less. I have no idea. Well, that your your best guess isn't good enough. And see, this is why I'm not in management anymore, because you have to – rely on other people to get things done because you can't do everything yourself. Right. Even though he's staying awake as long as he can, and obviously he can drive the boat, when it comes to this kind of shit, he can't do all of this. So, so when something goes wrong, you have to rely on the help of other people, and that's not something I think that he enjoys. And no, he so doesn't I, like that at I've all. I've been in that position before. I don't like it either, and that's why I don't want to be in that position, so I don't put myself in that position. I try to be as self-sufficient as I can. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the reasons that he let these people on the boat. Absolutely. Because he knew, he's like, you know what? I'm this rich dude that drives the boat. I know how to drive the boat and read radar, but I'm, I'm, I don't so, work with my hands. See, I have money, which I, means I have power, yes, yes. which none of this matters anymore. Yeah, the, he's still I'm under just the delusion yeah. that his social status <laughs> grants, sort of affords bearing. him something <laughs> uh, above the rest of them, which it doesn't. Yeah. And so he's going to learn real quick. And I think I think of all the characters, his awakening is going to be maybe the rudest. You know, that's something I'd like to see explored in depth at some point because I'm a, you know, a lot of people believe, hey, it's, yes, yes, a lot of people make things about race. But when you really boil down to it, the root of a lot of this stuff is its class. Well, that's why there's like caste systems. Yeah. And you see, you see even it all, all the way back through time, how the mm. upper class always survived and yeah. thrived and they use the lower class, the bourgeois. Mm. Mm. I wanted to use that. <laughs> I wanted to use that word again. Um, they use them as tools to feed them and to provide for them. And they're like, it's not my fault. They were born there and I was born here, but that's the way God intended that's it. That's right. So that's who right. are we to question? Cause clearly in the walking dead universe, people have gotten over the fact that, Hey, we all look different. And so sure. by and large, there isn't, any like racial stuff that's happening. I love that. uh, No, I do too. I think it's fantastic, but I think they could, there's such a rich 
opportunity to explore the concept of class and how people mistreat each other with that. And I think we've seen, we've, I think we're starting to see that mm-hmm. in the in the main show. Sure. I think we're going to start seeing more of that, and that's kind of exciting to me because to me that's when abuses of uh, real abuses of power and uh, uh, when you get some real dickheads. Well, yeah, because so, you see these people. It's not a democracy; it's a right. dictatorship, that's and right. pretty much every community that is successful is a dictatorship. So. And, you, and your community success rises and falls off if your leader's a dick or if he's a normal good dude. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Travis and Madison allowing uh, all of their children to row their boat ashore? I think it's, with Daniel, I think it's good because I think their kids are old enough to where. I mean, if yeah. they were like five, stop and, putting us at a kid's table. Right. Well, I mean, if they were five and seven year olds, <laughs> different, but they're 16 to, to 20. Right. And they're all, they're all older than Carl was. Yeah. And so, yeah, these aren't children. No. They're adult. They're, they're teenagers. definitely teenagers, yeah. but they're not kids. No. They, they should be able to, they're not baby goats. Handle themselves. And the situation, <laughs> you know, they, they they were probably right. They're like, you know, we're in the middle. This is the desert. We've looked and looked. We don't see any dead around. And we need some shit. We need to fix the boat. Only so many people can go. That's cool. Right. Well, Baby I steps. think I think Daniel volunteers to go because we one of the scenes earlier here we haven't talked about yet is he had that exchange with Ophelia. Yeah. And I think we need to talk about it. I think that's sure. important because her uh, gunshot wound from infected. season one is infected and the meds that they have, the, the antibiotics that they have are not, are not doing their job. And she's running she's a out. little, she's running a little hot. Yeah. Well, and, she said she was out and they don't want to ask for any more. Well, he doesn't. Yeah. And he wants to handle all this stuff internally. And so I think that that's, that's going to bite him in the ass at some point. And I'm going to go out, I'm going to go ahead and say that, uh, you know, does this, does this, because we, I said this last season. Does this now put uh, Ophelia on the uh, w- on the chopping block? Death Watch list. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't I, think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't hope so because I right. feel like I feel like she has the potential to turn into a badass. She does. I think this. I think this is just going to be a learning experience, and that's part of what happens on their little shore excursion. Is that Nick is so freely wanting to help Daniel and Ophelia that maybe Daniel. He has to, his walls have to come down eventually because they're going to realize, and they're all starting to realize, we can't survive in this on our own. We have to stand back to back and together instead of fighting each other. We have to work together to fight everything else around us. Well, I think his loyalty is to himself and to his daughter. Sure, of course. First and foremost, which is like most of us, right? But well, even I, Rick is that way. Yeah, absolutely. But what I liked is once he got to the island, he told them, "Look, you stay. I'll stay where I can see you." And then when Chris does wander off, he's like, "Where the f- where the fuck did Chris go?" <clears throat> right. Uh, and he had genuine concern because if he didn't really give a shit about him, then it'd be like, "Okay, uh, uh, this dumbass wandered off. Yeah, we're good. Let's go." Yeah, but you can't come back to the boat and not come back with all the people sure. that you left with and not have a good explanation as to why they're not with you. Yeah, I mean, and they're they're young enough to where he couldn't be like, yeah, he went off on his own and he makes his own decisions. Uh, yeah, we we were all holding hands. Yeah. yeah, no, of course not. Buddy system. That's what they should have used, the buddy system. Everybody have a buddy. Right? Don't you think? Oh, no, absolutely. We do that in scouts. You have uh, to. Yeah. There's rules. There's rules. There are rules. And the rules are in place for a reason. 
It's for yeah. your safety. <laughs> well, okay. kids don't always know that. But, <laughs> but And for the adult's safety. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yes. that's the world we live in. Absolutely. Especially <laughs> for the scouts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> fantastic organization that teaches young men valuable life lessons. The Spartans did it, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like this scene where Travis goes back under... Yeah, to clear out the to intake. clear that out, and the way that was filmed, I felt, I felt like they were trying, maybe in a way, to pay homage to the deadliest catch. No, okay, no, <laughs> uh, but though I'm sure the certain areas of the boats smelt of tuna, um, more than likely. <laughs> no, I felt like they were. The way that it was filmed, and especially when it slowed down yeah. and those bubbles are coming up and she didn't know what was going on, it felt like there's an homage to some old school yeah. um, uh, horror films, sure. uh, specifically some of the Italian horror films. And so yeah. just kind of, it just kind of reminded me uh, of that. So I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool. I thought this was a brilliant use of the Flight 462. Like, why on earth would they ever, ever interact with each other? And how are we going to introduce this character? Oh, we need shit. It's just up there on the shore. Mm-hmm. Let's go get it. And it was funny. They're like, oh, we want some size 13 shoes. I don't want anything that makes me look like a grandma. <laughs> it just cracked me up that they're like, you know, Alicia, Alicia, you got me, right? Because yeah. Nick, I don't want Nick picking up my clothes. <laughs> Nick will pick out something real oh, stringy yeah. and lacy, and that's it. Or a captain's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's going to be the captain. I'm going to be the stewardess. Captain Stu- stewardess. 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 What is our in-flight movie today? Oh, well, let me show you, sir. Do you think that was uh, that was a little uh, him him putting on that captain's uni- shirt was maybe some foreshadowing? I do. And I think there's more foreshadowing in the episode with the shirt. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I'm I'm excited to hear this. Are you? I am. So Madison gets all freaked out because the the water starts to get churning blood, and then you see and pieces and parts coming up. See, dude, float up, and then you're like, wait, wait, wait. I have seen that god awful shirt before, because that has got to be the worst polo shirt <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And oh, I may or may not have one just like it. <laughs> I may or may not too, but it doesn't make it not bad. That's right. Agreed. It's a little bright, bright and stripy. It just doesn't do anything no. with the figure, you know. No, and it's horizontal stripes, not vertical. Yeah. It, it, guys like us, we need the vertical stripes. Horizontal, it's not so horizontal. Uh, no, maybe even angled slightly, but not straight up. Horizontal. Straight up, no. And thick ones. Oh, mm. no. oh thick God, horizontal no. stripes. Unless it's like black and yellow, you look like you a look beach up. ball. You do. Yeah. Except a beach ball has vertical stripes, not horizontal stripes. Depends on which way you hold it. Well, if you're holding it the way you should. How do you know? When you're blowing it up, it's horizontal. I I don't put my mouth on any balls at all. (laughs) Just (laughs) FYI. (laughs) Everybody doesn't believe you, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So just because you do something once... That makes you that thing. Exactly. Okay. Build a thousand bridges, put one <laughs> pair of balls in your mouth. Do you like to put balls in your mouth? You're not a bridge. You're not a bridge builder. Not a bridge builder. You're okay. You're a I'm, Okay, fair enough. <laughs> What's fair that movie? Enough. That's the only good line from that <laughs> shitty ass movie. I don't know. It's got Woody Harrelson in uh, uh, oh, M- Money Train, Cowboy Way. Something like that, yeah. Uh, White Man Can't Jump. No, it's when they're boxing. 
Him and uh, uh, oh shit. Antonio Banderas. Oh shit! What is the name <laughs> of that one? I don't know. We'll talk about it later. The Great White Hope. I don't think so. No. So Chris wanders Damn off. It. What did you think when he first wandered off? What the fuck is he doing? I was Shouldn't like, he know better? Like, damn it, Carl, stay in the house. <laughs> Coral, Coral, stay on the boat. <laughs> Come on, Coral. Coral, stay on the Abigail. Oh, it just drove me nuts. Did it? Yes. I'm like, why? Why do they, do these people not realize the situation? They're just dumb kids. You just proved okay. that you weren't ready to go off on your own. No, I understand that, but I, I think a lot of times we forget what it's like to be an adolescent, what it's like to be a teenager. And it's like, you know, fuck you, fuck your rules. You want me to stay where I can see you? No, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want, when I want, how I want. Yeah. When you're, that, and it's nothing, really, honestly, it's nothing more than that. And I, you know what I find interesting is when I was a kid and I did something stupid, my dad would ask you why you did that. Yeah. And I would go, oh, I don't know. And then he would get so pissed off because I didn't know. And fuck it. I, I honestly didn't know. Right. And, and so now I try to remember that when I ask my kids that. I was like, well, you know, I remember that when I got asked, why the fuck did you just do that stupid thing? And you went, I don't know. I legitimately didn't know why I did that. I just did it. See, but now, <laughs> but now, now you're yeah. like, God, I was such a that, dumbass. I was. I was such a dumbass. I was the dumbest. Of Which the is dumbasses. maybe why this is frustrating. Okay. But I'm why, the reason I brought that up is it w- because after he walked away and what he had to do while he was away, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's really a good thing that he did that. Well, if he didn't do that, he wouldn't have been able to bully the zombie. Well, the bullying the zombie part, I'm not. I'm still not digging it. He's like touching him on the mask. Like, I bet you can't bite me through that, yeah, dumbass. You can't get me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he put his hair back in a ponytail because he's trying to be all piratey. Uh, but one dude was not dead. Yeah. And that was the risk that you take when you wander off on your own. And you knew that before he woke up. You could tell that he was, I could tell that he was alive. I was like, that dude's not dead. This shit is about to get real. Well, he didn't have that, that deathly pallor. Right. And I mean, he could have been dead about to turn, but he didn't look like that. Well, we didn't know until he was released from his seat that he'd been bitten in the back. Yeah. What? And what the fuck was sticking out? Uh, um, it looked like part of his spine. I don't know. Ra- I was like, "What it is that?" It was juicy. It was nasty. Whatever it was, it was nasty. So, I, I like the tension that's building though at this point because there's a couple walkers. Yeah, no big deal. They're all strapped in their seat. That's cool. But you're like, this is, this is too easy. This is too easy. We're not going to have an episode of a Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead where something shitty isn't about to happen. So you're just like, what is going to happen? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I was, I was, I was digging it. I was like, I'm so excited that I get to skip these commercials. Well, I liked the fact that we we had talked. We've been talking about how he's been nothing but a whiny bitch. Yes, uh, and we were afraid that he would turn into nothing. He would continue to be nothing but a liability, a liability, and a whiny bitch. Mm-hmm. Well. I think things like this are great for his character because it gives him the opportunity to not be a whiny bitch. It does. And he wasn't. And shit got real for him. Yeah, and And what happens for... I think Lorenzo Henry Henry Mm -hmm. does a brilliant job. Like, I haven't been thrilled with his acting. I haven't thought it was bad. But but there was nothing to write home about. But this episode, I was like, ah... Like, okay, I can see why they cast him in this role because mm-hmm. I thought he did an amazing job. And I haven't given him any props, but I want to give him props for 
Yeah, well, we should have we 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 should have talked to him when we were at Walker Star. We should have. He was right next to uh, Lincoln. Was like, he? The, yeah, he had a booth right next to uh, Tobias. Oh, he did, didn't he? he we did. didn't talk to Tobias either. I did. Yes, you did. I did. That's right. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, you did not. I did. No, cool guy. He seems like a good dude. Next time we go, we'll make sure we talk <laughs> to Lorenzo. But he he had to perform a mercy killing. He did, and because and he he, I mean, he didn't have to. He wasn't he understanding did. at first because it was like, "Help me, yeah, help me." So he gave him water and he tried to set. Because after he got him out and he <laughs> fell, and you saw that shit coming out of his back, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Well, he knew this dude's in trouble. He knew what was up, and honestly, I kind of felt when he was giving him the water, it was kind of like. God, I hope this is what he means, even though in my heart of hearts, I know I know this is not really what he's asking me to do. He already knew what he was being asked to do. Yeah. He, he was trying to avoid it. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he had to pause. He had that weird, like, piece of his seat, it looked like. Uh, and he, he held it over his head, and he, you could see the look of pain on his. It was reminiscent of Glenn when Glenn took a life for the first time uh-huh. this season. He, that look of pain and horror, and like, oh my god, I can't believe I have to do this. I would hope, I would hope that it would be a little different though, because this guy was dead. Yeah, he right as opposed to sure. Glenn taking just flat out taking life. Yeah, I mean it was different. I mean it was just a similar face yeah. and similar like okay. heartbreak. You yeah. could see heartbreak on the screen. So three, and it took three whacks. <laughs> yeah, he had to hit him three times. How about when he looked at him? Yeah, after he whacked him a couple of times, and the dude wasn't dead, and just the just blood running down, him. and you're like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Awful. So what do you what what do you think about this interaction between Madison and Strand? Or excuse me, Victor, Victor as Strand. she calls him, which is interesting because I don't think anybody else is calling him by his first name. No. I mean, because like Daniel calls him El Capitan. I kind of, you know, if I wanted to see something there, you know, since she's a little unfulfilled. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think, you it's, know, I think Madison is better equipped to deal with him than other people are because she's kind of she's kind of a bulldog and having to deal with students all the time and i think and shit that's happened in her past with her husband and things mm-hmm. like that i think she's got the personality and people see that she can deal with strand she knows how to communicate with people and then when strand was like you're not a killer i really feel like the next word madison should have said was yet because she i think she's capable and she doesn't want to, and she's on the brink of like, if I have to kill to protect my family, I'm sure shit going to do it. So I thought it was a really good exchange, and that I I don't know about the magic house that he knows about, and that just suddenly appeared, <laughs> and that all that stuff. I feel like he's lying to her, but I, of course, but gives giving her hope, and I think she's buying it because she really wants to think that there is a place for them to go. Yeah, and it's interesting because I don't think Strand would ever talk when well clearly he doesn't talk to the, to the other men that way. And I think a lot of that has to do with he knows he's better than them. And I don't I don't need <laughs> yeah, I mean in his own mind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't need to interact with them. Uh but I it, and I think in some way I think he realizes that it, it it it's weird because in the way I kind of perceive it is he sees her as a woman and I think part of him is like well I can kind of entertain talking with her about these things because it's just a woman. Right. And it's fun to talk but, to women. Yeah. But I think the other part of me is like, 
I kind of respect her because she doesn't back down and is kind of a bulldog. So I think he's, I think he's kind of caught in the middle of this, kind of being open with her because she, she doesn't pose. She he doesn't feel like she poses as much of a threat necessarily, but. I think he doesn't really feel like the other men are threat to him, threats to him either. I think They're he's just not worthy her, of his time. He sees her more of, as an equal. Than, yeah, I, than I mean, not as an equal, but above the, the men for sure. Uh, for 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 whatever reason. for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. I mean, I I haven't quite figured out why he does that, but it, it's interesting. But I, I also think it's interesting that she calls him by his first name. Yeah, and uh, she doesn't back down now. That scene, the way that it ended and said, yeah, you're not a killer. Yeah. Dude. The look on her the eyes. The look on her That's face. That's why I think... I've been telling you since last season. You think she's killed in the past? I think... Well, no, I, I, I didn't say that she's killed in the past. Mm-hmm. Just that she has a past. But she has something dark in her past because yeah. there's been these, these little things here and there. You're like, hmm... Something more is there. Well, yeah. And now that we've seen this, I'm starting to lean toward maybe life has been taken, maybe not directly, but maybe indirectly. Hmm. I don't know. What, like a car crash or something? Maybe. But something is definitely there because of that look on her face, for sure. sure. Well, and it just... I like the character. A lot of character development has actually happened in this episode. Yeah. Which is, I, I love. Like, we haven't even gotten to what happens with Nick. And we haven't even uh, talked about the title of the episode either. Yeah. Because we haven't gotten to the scene where it kind of okay. works. I'm going to let you do that. No, you could do it. No. 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 Oh, no. We'll no. see. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, we talked about Daniel and Nick, and Nick is sharing his knowledge with him. About Ophelia. And I like, it seems that he really cares about her in some weird way. And do, what do you think is going on there? Oh, I think there's a budding romance happening there. But it in, seems, uh, from seems his, a little one-sided. Well, yeah, precisely. It's, it's purely <laughs> from his standpoint. I, I don't know. I just, hey, Nick, I think Nick really does care about people. I think. I think his judgment was probably clouded by his use. I yes. think I think I think that does that to a lot of people. Well sure. I mean you're not the same person when you're using them when you're not. Yeah. That's um, just fact. Well they make reference to when they get to the island, they make reference to him, uh I was always here, I was just hungry. Mm-hmm. Which you say that and you're like, well, what the fuck does he mean? Well, you know, that's that's he's talking about his addiction. He's talking yeah. about uh, in, in a way he out of any character in any of the Walking Dead, Nick's character is more like a walker than any of them. Sure. Because he understands the physiological uh, aspect of what a walker goes through every second of every moment that they are a walker, right. which is it's really no different than an addiction. You, you, you are consumed... By the need to feed. By the need to feed. You're yeah. consumed by this one thing that you have to do and nothing else matters and nothing will get in your way. Even hurting yourself mm-hmm. to accomplish that goal mm-hmm. will not stop you from trying to achieve that goal. Which is, I, I mean, we kind of saw it with Bob and his alcoholism and how, mm. but, but 
not yeah, to the extent yeah, of Nick. Right. No, not not to this degree. Like Bob put everybody in danger and Daryl let him know, like, if you do this shit again, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you myself. I'm gonna handle this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. Like Nick's character is something new that we haven't seen. And I, a I lot of people a lot of people have complained about oh, the I fact, love it. about the fact that he's a junkie and he's just gonna be a liability, but I think no. it, it gives him a depth of knowledge <laughs> that they it, I, need. I think he's the most equipped person yes. because he has that experience and, and strand even says that he's like you're fearless yes you, how many times should you have died every time i use exactly and we're gonna see in a minute how he learns even more stuff and quickly. he's got oh yeah quickly he actually learned that before rick rick ever learned it oh, yeah. or before glenn ever learned absolutely it. so i think it's interesting and then madison and travis have their little that their oh. relationship is kind of strained. It is. It's strained. And she's like, you were supposed to put it in me, and now you're paying. That's right. Now you're you paying. son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I don't know where we're going. Well, she said, I, I was giving you pretty good signals as to what direction you should go just last night. Right. South. <laughs> yes. South. But you chose not to. I told you to go downstairs, and you got up. You want to go see what... You went to go see what that bump was instead of bumping the uglies. Exactly. You're fixing, you went to fix the boat instead of rocking my boat. I mean, let's keep going. I, I think we've, I think. But I mean, I don't know what, their relationship has been strained for a little bit. Yeah. And I think and, even yeah. ever since uh, his ex-wife was killed and you could see how deeply she cared about her. Madison's kind of like, Oh, where, where do I stand? You know, does he feel that way about me? Has he ever, uh, is he going to put a bullet in my head? I mean, you know, uh, which is weird because she's out of the picture. It shouldn't matter anymore, but uh, <laughs> you have zero reason to be jealous anymore. <laughs> You're all that's left. He made a choice. <laughs> and I mean, it was you, but people say that all the time. They're like, it's hard to compete with a memory. Yeah, and because no, true. with memories, you only remember, the, not always. <laughs> Sometimes you only remember the bad. You typically choose to remember the good. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're going to remember the bad from time to time. Sure. But, the, but the good, it, it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing. And I think they have, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they haven't been able to slow down and just have time to themselves and be yeah. connected, which is what she was all kidding aside. Yes, she, she was. was trying to do that. She was. And that's part of the process. You need that. You need that closeness and that interaction. Even if you're not using words to talk, you, you're still speaking to each other. Well, you're that still- physical connection is, you're only supposed to do that with one other person. And it's a depth and a level of intimacy. Theoretically. You're only, I said you're only <laughs> supposed to do that. I mean, and Travis and Madison being married, yeah. well, engaged, whatever they were. Um, oh, um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They, that's that's something that they share with each other and they're supposed to be on each other's right. page and mm-hmm. level of intimacy that they don't have with other people. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, that's been missing. And so you think of like the relationships in The Walking Dead. You're like, how? How the hell do you people keep this up? You know? I don't know. I don't know because uh, it, you know I'm down for whatever, whenever. <laughs> but a shower every now and then yeah. would be necessary. Yes, it would. I mean, if we're gonna do if we're gonna do the job right, and and, I, and I'm a nice guy, <laughs> I'm gonna want a shower because Absolutely. I'd be like, no, I wouldn't do shave. It. Fuck that. I, but shower, <laughs> shower at least. I mean, if I wouldn't want to do it, I, why would I ask you? I Absolutely. Mean, I'm not a ba- I mean, I might be a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard. Exactly. 
That's all I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see where their relationship's going because they're starting to show some cracks in it for sure. And if, the head guy and head girl of a family are gonna <laughs> now's not the time to have some marital strife. You kind of need to be on the same page to lead this family. Yeah. It's an interest. It's, I, I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic and I, th- I think it's great from a t- storytelling perspective. Yes. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that works. Well, and Lori and Shane, Lori and Shane and Rick did a little triangle kind of yeah, yeah, cost yeah, them yeah. that tension too, but uh-huh. this is different because there's not another person in the picture. Hey, what did you think? <laughs> oh, what do you think about old Nick grabbing that knife out of the luggage and putting it in his pocket? <laughs> How the fuck was that possible? Well, you know, come on, well, you know, you know, you can put luggage in, you can put a knife in luggage, just not in a carry-on. You think a knife over three inches? You can put it in. They're your not going to. Do they not confiscate those anymore? Well, they haven't. The last time I've did it. Oh, well, this, this was recently. Oh yeah. Like a couple years ago when I went to Vegas, what I took, a three, oh. I took a three and a half inch blade because that's the limit you can have. Oh, three and a half. In, in Nevada, okay. But you know, it's five. Here. Okay. Five here in the great old state of Texas. So. Well, I wasn't, uh, well, everything's bigger in Texas. Always. Well, I wasn't aware. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was convenient. Okay. So we the, get to the walker buried the, in the, the sand. The crab infected, I, I guess know. is and the technical term. What an, uh, one of the better. Yes. Walker scenarios I've seen maybe ever. Yeah, because honestly. Nick was just watching him and he would eat a crab and the crab would come out of his belly. Yeah. And he'd grab another one and, yeah. and then it'd come out. Yeah. Awesome. It, it, what is that like? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's like a serpent that eats its own tail. What Why, would that would, be called? What would the Greek term be for that? I don't know. Ouroboros? Or. Auroboros. Auroboros? Auroboros. Like Aurora Borealis? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick kills him with the knife that he just found in his luggage. And he's like, oh, uh, shit. And then more start falling in because he's unaware that they're coming. Now, do you think those are soft shell crabs? They look like it. Yeah. Like oh, the kind that you would get in Galveston. Dude. Then I hope they find some buttermilk. <laughs> kind of soak, soak them in some buttermilk. Maybe dredge them in a little bit of flour, a little seasoned flour. You want to make sure mm-hmm. that flour is seasoned. Throw those in a deep fryer. Holy shit. That's some good eating right and there. And Alicia learned something from her mom in this scene. Because those eyes that she's given Chris oh, yeah. are super similar. Did, did you? Because she's like, you killed one? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. yeah. I think and she was about to ask, oh, uh, Chris, when's the last time you've had a shower? Right. Well, what he was about <laughs> to ask her was like, hey, can I polish that off for you? <laughs> Like, like, uh, I'm hungry for you. But I mean, you could tell that she was a little impressed and Chris was a little proud. Enamored. And I don't, that's weird. No, that's weird. Okay, it's weird, but not illegal. No, no, no. (laughs) It's just weird. It's like, it would be icky. It would be icky. It feels like the setup for an adult film. Like, like well, I, I walked in on my stepsister showering, and then she invited me in, and I fucked the shit out of her. I mean, that's what it sounds like is about well, to you're, happen. You're not really, you're not blood related. <laughs> it's okay, you know. Well, then it should happen every day. It's fine. What right? is the old adage? The closer the kin, the easier it goes in. Is that is that is that what that how that goes? I don't know. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> now I feel like I'm from West Virginia. <laughs> I apologize to. All our listeners in West Virginia, <laughs> which probably is zero. Right. Okay. So then shit escalates quick because we saw Alex and she said, they're coming. He 
you know who's coming. Yeah, but where were they? That's my question. It's like, where, where they're fucking waiting. Wait for your cue. Okay, go. <laughs> wait, wait for. Uh, and why was AB marker? The, why was Alex on the land? I mean, she she's still searching for supplies for Jake. Okay, right. So she comes over that dune, and why would you run in that? I mean, it's not. They're not going to catch you. Walker's in the sand. Sand's going to slow you down. You would think so. And they were going to fall and stumble down the dune and then eventually get up. But, I mean, you're tired. But, you haven't had food. You've been out on the water in a while. You know, you, I get it. You're not at peak physical condition. I get it. it, it they, they want to eat your flesh. You want to get away as quickly as you can. Right. Um, but they get cornered. They do with the cliffs. Cliffs in the water at their back. Yeah, that's no good. And it's no good at all. And they're, Nick's not there. Where's Nick? Yeah, we don't got time to look for him. But, hey, Alicia did get her cherry popped. She oh they're they're doing a great job defending themselves hand to hand combat yeah so she she was the only one that had not taken a walker down right yet and so uh, I love that he Nick just showed up just covered in blood with an axe or and a hammer or, or some shit. some fucking war hammer or whatever it is that he has it's a Cherokee, <laughs> it's a Cherokee tomahawk <laughs> that just happened to it's be a, in the luggage it's a bone tomahawk is what it is <laughs> exactly. so, it's like he went with John Locke and he found John Locke's suitcase he's like there hey, you go nah. there you go the fucking walker was buried in sand but after i killed him i cut him in half and i used his leg bone as a tomahawk i felt like this was like the first <laughs> iconic shot that they've had in the series. Of okay. Him, him in the blood, hair slicked back, covered in blood, his brand it's new, pretty, it was pretty badass. His brand new white captain shirt. And he killed one. And then he looked and just kind of paused. And I was like, like motherfucker, that it, dude is it, serious. If he was to utter any word, the only appropriate word would be what? Yeah. What? No, I think, what? I think you're right. I think this is one of the, this is the first iconic scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. This will be one of those ones in a few years where we have a recap episode or we look back and go, okay, what were your favorite scenes? <laughs> T- of the top series? 10 moments of The Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah. No, I, I, I will, let's call it now. Yeah. I think this moment will be one of them. Absolutely. And I love the fact that they learned early that they can use that trick uh, to disguise themselves. And he's such a, I mean, badass. Cause but he, he didn't realize, I don't think he actually realized it immediately because after he laid waste to one and they kind of were getting away, he kind of took his time and he let he one mirror. Yes. Played mirror with the Walker face to face. I mean, n- less than two inches How away. That ass. And the, the one, it like hissed at him and he goes, yeah. And I was like, this fucker. This dude, I mean, it nuts. <laughs> reinstates the fact that he's not scared of shit. Why would he be? Why, why would he be? I mean, living on borrowed time. Yeah. I mean, I, he's probably, if it were me, I'd be like, well, I should have been dead so many other times before. I don't give a fuck. Right. And everybody else <laughs> is like, come on, come on, Nick. And he's just kind of chilling there looking at him. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. No, it was, I thought it was a great scene and so, I loved what it did for his character. And I, I kind of flash forward like seasons down the road because, you know, if you, yeah. you I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that this is the Rick of the series, but no. it's interesting that in season one in the pilot, there's some parallels between their characters sure. and the fact that they, Rick wakes up in the hospital bed uh, when Nick is hit by the car and he's laying on the ground mm-hmm. 
the way that they shot those scenes were very similar. It's almost make, like making Nick the main character, kind of like Rick is the Ag- main character. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, do you think? Do you think that Nick is that this story is the story of Nick, much like Walking Dead is Rick's story? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting, Rick, Nick. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I do, I do. I mean. I mean, The Walking Dead has done a good job of making us care a lot about the other characters. And you could say there's more than one main character. But in the end, I think the story is going to be about Rick. And then uh, this one, I think, is going to be about Nick. Hmm. And it'll go until he dies or until he is able to pass the torch to whoever. Hmm. But I do kind of think that he's a main character. I could be way off. And if you disagree well, with oh, me. I'm sure. Thank you. Thank when's you. the last time we got anything right? That's true. I mean, almost we're probably hitting we're hitting miss we're probably batting what four four hundred sure. yeah four out of ten which is phenomenal Jeez. you really think about it could you imagine that's fucking ted williams yeah we'd be first ballot <laughs> his career he didn't hit 400 for like one season this mofo hit 400 average for his career that, that, that is ridiculous that means he's gonna get two hits every fucking game every, every game. game every game like, because you get about four or five at-bats, so well, I'm going to get two hits today. Yeah, no problem. I do all day, every day. What, he's 0 for 3? Well, this one's going to be a hit. <laughs> well, he's liter- the, So the term he's due, yeah. literally, literally, he's due. So they take Alex in the boat, and she's like, hey, we need to make a stop first. And they're like, oh, what are they stopping for? Poor Jake. The dude is rough. <laughs> he is not. He is not okay. He's in rough shape. But here's this last little scene scenes. I what did you think? Because I have some very strong feelings about it, but I was just curious what your opinion of the interaction well, between there's, there's still Alex and Alicia and all that stuff and Madison even when they're like what why are you even debating this? Like what what is the question? Oh, you mean them wanting to have her on the boat? Yes. Uh, okay, so because Alicia was completely like, yes, we have to let her on. And Madison said no. Well, okay, it's like a stair step, right? So it's like low, medium, high, right? Mm-hmm. So Alicia is like high, like, yes, she has to be here. Madison is caught in the middle between uh, Alicia and Strand. Mm-hmm. Um None of the other characters, I mean, they have concern, but they're not really voicing their concern. It's Alicia is the one uh, above all. It's like, what what the fuck? Why are we not? Of course we have to take them in. Right. And Uh, Ophelia, too. Ophelia's like, but look at him. He is dying. Look at him. And and I think in the back of their minds, like, well, exactly. He's dying. And when he dies, he's going to be one of those fucking things. So why, why would we help? And it's weird because... A lot of complaints have been, well, I've seen a few things, but I'm not going to disagree that it feels like their transition to not helping people was rather abrupt. quick it and was. very abrupt. Because they didn't have a bad experience helping anybody, did they? Not really. No. Right. No, they haven't. No, because like the soldier. Yet. The soldier, Travis, saved his life. Okay, Maybe you should have killed him for sure because you tortured him, but that's not the same as trying to help someone and them screwing you over. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, soldier's different. I mean, that, that mofo can... <laughs> you cut his arm off, basically. Yeah, but he you can... peel the flesh from his bones. But he can also fend for himself, and sure. he's not in the middle of an ocean yeah. that's packed with a, a bunch of other people when they can't possibly have uh, all the necessities they need to survive. 
I let a soldier to his devices, he'll be fine. Yeah. So I feel like that's been kind of abrupt, but I'm I'm not ready to call bullshit on that just yet because again, we I, I keep trying to think, okay, if this if this was possible, how would I react? Well, I don't know. That's the bottom line. Anyone who thinks that they know 100% how they would react is full of shit. Now, you can hope that you would react a certain way and yeah. you should plan on reacting a certain way. But when the bullet hits the bone, you don't fuck it. You don't know until you're in that situation. You don't know until you know. My problem with it is, is they're not helping anybody because they don't need any help. Eventually, Agreed. they're going to fucking gonna have, need yeah. help. Yeah. And they're going to be like, and turnabout is fair play. Yeah. And be like, hey, Oh, well, too bad, so sad. <laughs> right. Oh, you didn't help us, so fuck you. Right. You're done. And so I think, like, I mean, two people, one who's clearly very injured, it would take nothing to let them stay on the boat for one night while y'all go south, help him get better out of the elements. And, you know, you could watch him. That's fine. Lock him in one of your 17 staterooms on your $10 million boat. But to drag them <laughs> behind a boat in a raft, it, it Sure, you're helping them a little bit, but it's the bare minimum. It is the barest of minimum. And that was Travis's idea. Yeah. So kudos to him. Because but, he came, again, he fixed it. He fixed the situation. Um, he's a people pleaser. He it, tried to make everybody happy. Yeah. Well, and I've, in, in that situation, what can you do? Well, I mean, right? and nobody's happy. But, Try to make everybody happy. Nobody's happy. But I say, what can you do? I, to, part of me has to think, well, I don't care if this is your boat. Yes. These people are hurt, they're sick, they're dying, whatever. We need to help them. Yeah. I don't give a shit. A few hours of your time, these people, they're they're not any threat. One of them's dying. It's not like they don't have room. Right. One of them's dying. He's not a threat. Okay? Yeah. He's not a threat. This other lady is clearly going to stay with him one night. Yeah. It's not a big deal. No, it's not a big deal at all. Uh, and, and Madison, you know, she's like, hey, she just tells Alicia, hey, it's it's not our boat. I'm like, oh, God, shut up. No, yeah. this this has got to stop. And I, I feel I feel like they're doing this on purpose so that we, we call attention to it yeah. and are aware of it because I feel like it's about to change. Yeah. Right. And, and I think based on the previews for next week or the next come two couple of weeks, the yeah. shit's going to change. So we may be getting frustrated on purpose because I think this- yeah, they're doing a good job. I was telling yeah, you no, earlier off air, I was like, this Strand dude, he's starting to piss me off. I'm not, it's not that I don't like his character, but he's, he's starting to piss me he, off. He's awesome. He's like Seth Rollins. He's yeah. awesome at what he does, right? Yeah. He, 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 his, his character is supposed to make you hate him. Yes. And if you hate him, then he's done his job. And so but he just fucking walks out. Yes. Strand. Walks down there. Strand walks down. Makes a beeline. Fall whack! Yeah. He's got, apparently he has a cleaver Meat that he cleaver. keeps on board. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's uh, on any yacht, a uh, meat cleaver standard issue. Sure. I mean, those are the. Every galley in a yacht yeah. is going to have a meat These cleaver. are these knives that are never need to be sharpened. Yeah. Like you cut, you, you cut concrete with them and then you can skin a potato. Have you ever been on a yacht when there was not a necessity never. to cleave meat? Never. I didn't think so. And I like that he did that because Alex's speech to Jake right after that is like, this is the worst it's ever going to be. Right now, 
is the worst it's ever going to be. <laughs> what did you think about that? <laughs> and I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of like never, that's that whole never say never thing, right. which I never do. I mean, <clears> and, it, <laughs> and they may honestly now be in a worse situation than they were because we don't know what direction the boat went. Ooh. They could be further from shore than they were. Mm. They could be closer from shore than them. We don't know, but it's not the best situation. I feel like... By and large, they've tried to stay as close to the shallows, the 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 shoreline and yeah. shallows as possible. Um, once you get, once you start heading the direction they're heading, I don't think there's too many islands and things in the way. You can it's it's a pretty straight shot, right? So, and they're going to Baja California, which is not in America. To the magic that house. is Mexico. That is Mexico magic house. <laughs> I, I, it's fortified. I swear to you, he's not said it, but I, oh, he's got to be going to Tijuana. Oh, I hope so. Could you imagine he's going down there and the magic house is just the donkey show? <laughs> it's like, it's a magical place. <laughs> to him, Tijuana, the donkey show to Strand, it, it's his Disneyland. Yeah. It's like, Disneyland. This is, this is where I dream of going to. I save up every year to come here. <laughs> well, we're all going to die anyway. Well, at least I can get one last donkey show. That's in. right. My goal, I'm <laughs> hoping that I can do 17 lines off the back of the donkey. Wow. And after we're done with the donkey show in Tijuana, we're going to hit Boys Town. <laughs> so, <laughs> not that I've been to any of these places. <laughs> no, no. Ever. We, we live in Texas. We don't know what no. that is. We have, no. I've never been across the border. Ah. Anyway, I great episode. Yeah. If I had to rate it four I would give it four out of five for oh, sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I I I find it difficult for me to ever give anything a five, but this was definitely a four out of five. Yeah, I agree. And we there was one tender moment. We talked about the budding romance, Nick and Ophelia. Tender or tinder? Tender. Because I can get down with a tinder moment. Mm. Even you... though Tinder doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> what it doesn't? Well, not in this scenario. Oh, that's true. You can't swipe right no more. But I mean, mm-hmm. Alicia and Chris had a Tinder moment. One of my favorite things <laughs> is looking at galleries of people's profiles that are funny. And there's one that always comes up in this like uh, this girl is like, you know, my gag reflex is as absent as my father figure. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, that's so okay. good. Wow. <laughs> I've had everybody swipes right on you, girl. Sign me up. <laughs> but Nick brings back that rosary for Ophelia. True. True, and that's why I said earlier. I feel like there's kind of a budding romance. Of course, I think you're right. Well, a little one sided, but I mean that's that's a sweet. He's trying to connect with her, and I think you know it could be not just that he has any kind of romantic overtones because at the end of the day, I gotta think that that's not in the forefront of your mind. You no. kind of push some of those things back, but I think he understands that she has lost her mother. She's learned some things about her dad. Right. And she's right now, she's a little, she's kind of, ostracized is not the right word, but she's kind of, she's kind of off on her own. She's in a weird the, situation. Yeah. Outside of the main, uh, the group of people. She's yeah. kind of seclusionary. I mean, she interacts with them to some degree, but I feel like she's just emotionally aloof. Yes. Well, she's so And processing. rightfully so. So, so processing. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. She recently got shot. <laughs> yeah. Fucking my mom died. My dad is a fucking torture bastard. Yeah. Torture the dude that I, I was fucking. And yeah. the one dude that, well, she didn't really care about that dude. No, she didn't. But uh, 
she thought that he cared about her. Yeah. Even though she didn't care about him, and yeah. then he fucking shot her. Right. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I just thought life. it was a nice. My moment. life's not going the way I thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a nice moment to think, you know, like he gave her dad all the amoxicillin, and then specifically brought back the rosary for her. Well, you got to have the cillins. Yeah. Because other yeah. antibiotics aren't going to do anything. for you. Gonna <laughs> <No>. do shit. <laughs> not for a gunshot wound. Oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. You need anything hydrocodone, amoxicillin. That's what you need. Yeah. I mean, I'm worried for her. I am too. I- I'm I'm curious now as to who who are we going to see die this season? Do you think anybody is going to? I think at least one person will die this season. Well, I think that we... We know that Strand makes it beyond the se- mid-season finale yeah. based on an Instagram post that mm-hmm. he made that was uh, modified yeah. uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who, who, who would you put your money on? I, I kind of feel like maybe Daniel will be one of the... I think, I think it's going to be Daniel or Ophelia. Uh, one of those two. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone in Travis and Madison's group is going to bite it this season. No. I think next season. I mean, if I had to guess out of Daniel or Ophelia, I would probably go with Daniel. And I. Do you think a Walker gets him or do you think he gets killed? Hmm. I think he's going to get killed. Yeah. I don't, I don't think a Walker is going to take him out. No. I think. I mean, it would have to be completely the element of surprise. I'm, I would be shocked if a Walker gets anyone in the group this season. I just, mm-hmm. I think they're they're trying to set up really that other people, especially when the world is crumbling, the biggest threat are other people. And once everything kind of flushes out, is when you can start to, you know, work on building a future. But right now, your greatest threat are the other people trying to do the same shit you're doing, and only the strong will survive. That's right. That's right. We're yeah. nothing more than serpents eating our own tails. Mm. Interesting things. Interesting. Great episode. Loved it. Great episode. Um, again, I, I say that um, I'm really enjoying the series. I'm, I'm too. I'm, I'm glad that it is made um, different, but same. And that we don't have any source material. Yep. Speaking of source material, if you uh, were... Well, I, I think you could not even. I mean, if you're living under a rock or not, <laughs> uh, the fact that they released a one-shot Walking Dead a comic dead. Uh, panel syndicate, I think, is the website uh, you can go to. It's only available digitally. Mm-hmm. And, and it's free. And, 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 well, you can pay as much as you want. Right. Technically, it's you free. Could, you could technically not pay anything. If you were a douchebag, you could yes. just download it for free. And it's a. Uh, have you read it yet? I have not. I downloaded it. You did? Yeah. Okay. Did you pay anything? More? I did. Okay. I did as well. I did three bucks. Why? Because the normal comics, two ninety nine. I felt. Right. I did two because I didn't get a paper copy. Uh, <laughs> I want, I'm, I'm serious. I wanted okay. I like the paper copies. I agree. I actually would like to have that in paper. But I would the, too. But I, the panels, if, they, if they print it, I will pay three bucks for but it. But the for Panel sure. Syndicate is a website uh, that it's all, like I said, it's all digital. But it's written, this one shot, it's called The Walking Dead, The Alien, which uh, on the onset, I'm like, oh. oh and then a spaceship Oh, lands. here we go. <laughs> well, we know that uh, Kirkman originally told um uh, told folks that it was a setup for the zombie virus as a setup for an alien invasion yeah. because he was getting some pushback he's like ah we really don't want to support this or or publish this because a zombie comic is never never going to make it has never been successful right. 
uh, at least not long term. <clears throat> so I was like, oh man, you showed them. But no, it's not about that. Um, I, there's several reveals, big reveals, and uh, I would. Um, well, I guess we shouldn't give anything nah. away. I think it's interesting that they chose to reveal some of these big old things in a digital comic. Yeah, uh, it it was interesting, uh, to be sure. So it's definitely worth a read. I think Mm -hmm. if you are a fan of The Walking Dead, uh, you read the comics, you you need to read this. Just go to the panel syndicate, and like I said, you you can pay what you want uh, to to download The Walking Dead. I mean, throw them something. Yeah. I mean, if you're a big fan of the show, two bucks is not a big deal. It's called The Walking Dead, The Alien. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Thank you. Definitely, definitely check that out. For sure. If you uh, want to contact us, you can do that by tweeting us at Fear Nthcast. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to send us a lengthy note. Yes. uh, I'm sure there's anything maritime, like we said. If you want to educate us on how the cooling systems in a $10 million yacht work, this would be where to do it. Or if you want to explain to us why within a two-week period, walkers in salt water would not completely disintegrate. (laughs) uh, It's a virus thing. Osmotic pressure, I would think. Did they not take this into account? Because if you really think about it, osmotic pressure – Within a couple of weeks, I mean, you're. It's oh, it's like it hasn't the, been weeks. It's though, like yeah. the reverse process of desalination. I understand. So anyway, hasn't been weeks yet, though. It hasn't. But that's what I'm. I guess <laughs> what I'm thinking is, I go hole up an island and think, man, in a couple of weeks we should be fine. <laughs> as long <laughs> as no new ones come along, <laughs> don't just look like puffer fish. Yeah. Oh, they would just blow up. <laughs> they disgusting. would blow gross. <laughs> oh, if we don't see one blow up, I'm going to be disappointed I know. now. But our email is fear at nthcast.com. Indeed. We want to ask you another favor, if you'd be goodly enough to go on out to iTunes, maybe leave us a rating review. There is a section where you can leave a review. Yeah. You just click Absolutely. review. Absolutely. Now, if you don't have anything nice to say, maybe keep it to yourself. But uh, we... I mean, if you're going to leave a rating, <laughs> leave a tell... review. Yeah. yeah. Please. Tell us why. Yeah. Tell us why you enjoy the show. Uh, we appreciate it. One of the reasons we appreciate it is because it actually it helps us out. It lets other people know that people uh, actually do like our show. Yeah, and which why. which is a which is a rumor I've heard going around. <laughs> I've heard it too. I, I, I've heard it kind of kind on the fringes. Yeah, I mean, whispering through the trees. Yeah, we're real big in Gisborne on the show too. <laughs> on this one too. <laughs> yeah. No, but in all seriousness, it helps us uh, tremendously. Mm-hmm. And if you are a fan of the show, um. You know, we we work hard to give you something free. It's the least you can do, and yeah. that's that's about as much as I'll guilt anybody into doing <laughs> that, I suppose. But uh, no, in all honesty, we appreciate it because we appreciate the feedback, and so yeah, it means it means the world to us when we hear that people enjoy our show and that we put a smile on their face. And if you listen in another uh, uh, in another way, and it has a review system, certainly certainly leave a review there. But uh, do. we we do appreciate it, and uh, we would actually love to. Uh, share those reviews uh, on on air. Yeah, uh, on, on air. What on is this? Air. A live show now? <laughs> no. If you leave us a rating and actually write a review, we be we would be honored, and we would love to uh, share that with uh, the rest of the listening audience. Yeah. And this would be a great opportunity for you to make sure if you if you have a website or a podcast, make sure you put the name of that in there so we can give you a shout out for sure. So. Uh, We appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. The only thing that I'm going to ask that you do is 
fight the dead, but fear the Nthcast.